0: Eight picks have been revealed. We shift now to the Metropolitan Division and continue in alphabetical order. Carolina Panthers, up next. Eight picks have been revealed. Carolina Panthers, next. Oh, man. That was Chris Fowler, broadcaster extraordinaire. ESPN ESPN's covering the NHL again Chris Fowler covering the expansion draft of the Seattle Kraken announced that the Carolina Panthers have made a selection in the expansion draft and ESPN stumbles out of the gates in their coverage of the NHL again the Carolina Panthers made their first ever selection of a hockey player in an NHL draft of course the, the Panthers are an NFL team not a hockey team so welcome back to Hockey ESPN what's up absolutely hysterical. So the plan today was to do a deep dive into the narrative of Jared Goff versus Matthew Stafford. Maybe Friday's do a little bit of a deep dive. I'm going to do a deep dive, but based on what happened yesterday from Tom Pelissero and his tweets in the NFL and NFLPA memo on vaccinations, I'm going to do that. But before we do that, we're going to get to some news. Uh, First bit of news is that the Olympic opening ceremonies are happening right now. I do have a take on this. I've never cared less about the Olympics. It's really kind of strange without the athletes interacting with one another and like people getting like Basketball players watching gymnastics and you know, swimmers going to track stuff like without them all hanging out like it's a high school event, um, it's not as much fun. I I don't care about it. It's it's kind of strange. I feel bad for the athletes, but it proves that the Olympics really is much more of just a TV show and a global gathering than it is anything that's you know, people really caring about sports. If you're a hardcore fan of these sports, it's going to be a tough year. Poor Japan. It's going to Olympics are losers for. Cities that host them. That's a fact. Um, there's a predictable loss of your investment, but it looks cool and it's good for the community and it gets hype and stuff. But man, Tokyo is going to economically, this is going to be a rough one. The other bit of news we have uh, just an absolutely terrible piece of news. Uh, coach Greg Knapp, who is the passing game coach for the New York Jets, um, knows the Kyle Shanahan. Mike Shanahan system very well comes over to the Jets with Robert Sala. He was struck by a car while bicycling in July seventeenth. He was hospitalized. He lost consciousness on the scene. His family made the difficult decision to um, remove support, and he passed away yesterday at eleven thirty-two a.m. Um, Pacific time in California. And yeah, just absolutely an active coach hit and run. I believe the it was being the it's under investigation. Just out bicycling, got hit by a car, and and, and passed away a couple of days later. Thoughts and prayers to the family, et cetera. But just, man, it's kind of a sobering bit of news. You're reminded of your own mortality, for sure. But today, we're going to deep dive into the NFL's uh, <laughs> the, the vaccination situation. So we knew the NFL had a very clear s- stance that if you're vaccinated, life on a football team, this season is going to be different for you. Things will be a lot better. Testing will happen far less frequently. If you do come back positive if you do develop COVID, your time away from the team is going to be much better because we know scientifically that the vaccine uh, sets you up to be safer when you do get the disease for the most part. And that's true with the flu vaccine. It's any vaccine. Vaccines are not effective from keeping you from getting the disease or from getting sick. It just makes every single aspect of a disease and a virus or bacteria uh, better. It's just a better situation for you. So the NFL is, is following that. If a team gets to 85%, the entire team, if 85% vaccination rate, like if 85% of coaches and players who are the most important staff of winning a football game, if 85% of those people are vaccinated, the entire team gets to follow those protocols. And, you know, people are encouraging that. Out of the gates, only two were 85%. Now, according to this tweet from Judy Batista. There are 14 teams with 85% of their players vaccinated. More than 78% of players in the league have received at least one shot of the COVID-19 vaccine. That's pretty good. The NFL, it first incentivized with positive reinforcement. That was back in April and May. And then the next thing that came out was they made it more difficult. Like, um, For example, last year in the bubble, the players were not allowed to leave town. They had to stay in the bubble during the bye week. That's still true for unvaccinated players now. Vaccinated players can go about, they can move about the country, they can do whatever they want. The other thing was that there's no promotional opportunities for unvaccinated players. They are not allowing unvaccinated players to do like endorsement deals on Instagram. They can't make public appearances, etc. And apparently the fines and, and the punishment this year is going to be far more harsh. And so they started to kind of dabble at hitting the pocketbook, Right. Of the players and the coaches who aren't vaccinated and teams that don't have vaccination rates. Well, yesterday they brought the and hammer down in a way that, frankly, for those of us who are vaccine advocates, is by far the most I I would say encouraging form of vaccine policy that I know of anywhere on the planet. And it, my personal opinion, being kind of connected to the medical world, is that. N- I was never really that worried about the American vaccine rate and the NFL is a perfect reason why I never was. In America, because we have a a monetization model for everything, there was always going to be something that happened and the NFL was the first and they had the most at stake, so it makes sense. So here's the punishment. If, like last year, a game has to be rescheduled for COVID-19, that's fine. If there's an outbreak and the game can't be rescheduled within the delegated 18-week schedule. So that means there's, each team gets 17 games and one bye week. It's 18 weeks. If a game can't be played, the team because of an outbreak on a team, like last year, they moved some things around. There were games on Wednesdays. If a game can't be rescheduled, the team with the outbreak forfeits. They have a loss in the loss column, and it will impact their playoff seeding. Secondly, and this is the one that really punches players right in the face and coaches too for getting vaccinated. The way that you get paid in the NFL is game by game. You are, you have a salary. That salary is prorated over a number of weeks during the season. They get game checks every week. If the game's not played, nobody gets paid. So if the Steelers are playing the Eagles and the Steelers have an outbreak and that game doesn't get played, no Eagles, no Steelers, coaches, players, no one gets paid um, at all. The, there were some players that freaked out over this, Uh, not as much about money, but publicly DeAndre Hopkins, star wide receiver, many consider him perhaps the first, second or third best wide receiver in the NFL, said that he was thinking about retiring instead of being forced to get vaccinated because it could hurt his team, which is crazy to me. First of all, if he retires, according to pro football talk and Mike Florio, and this is pro football talk for those of you that have opinions about pro football talk. Pro football talk is great about this kind of thing. The lawyerly, deep, weird parts of the inner workings of the league, they found his contract details and Mike Florio reported that if he does that, the Cardinals will have the right to come after him for $22 million in cash payable after 90 days of his retirement. $22 million. He's also owed like $17 million over the next three years. Like the money implications of that are bananas. The other part about this that's fascinating is I think it was literally last week, last Friday, the NFL's deadline for opting out came and went. No one opted out. So he had the opportunity to opt out instead of getting vaccinated. No one opted out. So now being forced to get vaccinated, DeAndre Hopkins is contemplating retirement. He's since deleted that tweet because he got ratioed to the moon. The outcry and people just roasting him was absolutely, it was it was flabbergasting. People were up in arms that he would consider retiring over getting the vaccine. Um, so then the next thing that happens is this information about the game checks comes out and the game checks like shows that nobody gets paid, nobody gets paid. And this is why like I, I went back and I, I well, to what I said earlier, there is a zero, 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 zero percent chance that billionaires are going to allow the opinions of their employees regarding science to impact their bottom line. And I think that this is a response to the Green Bay Packers financial statements. The only ones that are made publicly available for any team are the Green Bay Packers. And they showed publicly just how much money the Packers lost from game day revenue. When a game wasn't played and fans couldn't be there and nobody was buying food and stuff, their revenue from localized revenue, like in Green Bay and in Wisconsin, dropped by 60%. The Packers one of the healthiest franchises of any sport on planet earth, operated at a $30 million loss. So the idea that DeAndre Hopkins, a wide receiver, or Cole Beasley, a wide receiver, or Josh Allen, a quarterback, the idea that their opinion about watching a YouTube video is going to impact tens of millions of dollars, the billionaires are not going to have that. Um, Football is what's called a non-zero sum, or it's called a zero sum game, right? the game of football. There's a winner and there's a loser, period. But the sport of football is a non-zero-sum game. Yes, the franchises want to win, obviously. However, more than that, it's a business. So win or lose, people are getting paid. Players not wanting to get vaccinated and having a preventable situation be the cancellation of a game, which if, it's, if the league generated $300 million in revenue last year in TV, and each team generated couple hundred million on their own, that means that when a game's not played, somewhere in the neighborhood of $10 million doesn't change that. Is that right? Maybe it's closer to like $3 million. $3 million is off the table if a game's not played. They're not interested in the opinions of their employees regarding this situation. They're just not. And I feel that's going to be the same case with bankers and plumbers and electricians and car salesmen. If the Ford family says you need to get vaccinated to sell our cars, that's going to be the end of that conversation. Or like the restaurant industry, they're just not going to have any employees. The football is different. There are right now one over 100 division one football programs with over 100 players each. That's over 10,000 college football players who are in college now to say nothing else of the tens of thousands of players who have dabbled in the NFL who are not on a roster. If DeAndre Hopkins or someone like him were to walk away from the sport, someone like say Laquan Treadwell or John Ross would take their spot in a heartbeat. Remember, DeAndre Hopkins and Laquan Treadwell are not on the same playing field in terms of who's better. DeAndre Hopkins is clearly better. He's due $17 million. If he retires, not only does he not get that money, but the Cardinals get $22 million back legally, and they can sign Laquan Treadwell, who would be happy to be back in the NFL. That's the case for many of these players. If nobody wants to play because of the vaccine, someone will take their spot. And if you don't want to get the vaccine, the answer simple. You can't have contact, you can't have family, you can't have fun, you have to wear an N95, you have to wash your hands, you have to socially distance, you are, you are ostracized. It's the bubble all over again. And we see art imitates life, well, sports predicts life. It reflects what's going to happen to all of us. And I, I feel and predict very strongly that that's the situation we're living in. Yesterday, one of the biggest COVID bills that we know of uh, surfaced on the internet someone was in the hospital for over 4 months the bill was 2.9 million dollars medical debt is not like student debt or like housing debt you, one medical bankruptcy is not the same situation that will be inherited to your children and if you think these multi billion 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 dollar insurance companies are going to foot the bill for people who opted not to get the cure of a disease because you watched a youtube video Not what's that's not going to be what happens, similar to smoking and being obese. They're not going to pay for you to go to the hospital. And I've stated this on social media. If if you're friends with me on Facebook, they're not going to foot the bill. And if you think dying from COVID is the worst case scenario, it's not, it's being a breadwinner for your family and then dying from COVID after a months long battle and footing your family with a million dollar bill that will set your family back generations. Your grandchildren. Unless you have millions in the bank, your grandchildren will be paying your debt for not getting vaccinated, period. So that's our deep dive for today. This NFLPA situation, frankly, as someone who is an advocate for vaccines, I was a class 1A patient um, due to some medical situations that I have. Uh, This is the biggest leadership that I've seen on the global stage. They're saying, if you're not vaccinated, you're not going to be treated the same and you're not taking money from us and you're not going to hurt other people. In America, like like it or hate it, love it or hate it, whatever, Money gets a lot of things done, and if if financial reasons from billionaires need to be the reason that people get vaccinated, it's part of the double edged sword of having a wide open capitalist society. And I think that in this situation, it's been highly beneficial. And um, in a weird way, these billionaire misers and Roger Goodell are showing some real leadership here, saying that you're not going to put people at risk, even if that's the secondary reason that they're doing it. And we've seen this with HPV vaccinations; it's really expensive to die from stuff. Get vaccinated. All right, that's going to do it for interesting to see for this week. Next week, tra- NFL training camps start. There's a couple teams in training camp now. We'll start doing previews. We'll get back to the NFL previews next week. Remember to like, subscribe, rate, review, etc., etc. et cetera. Don't if you don't want to. Follow me. Don't follow me. Whatever you want to do is completely fine. All right, that's it for this week. I'll see you bright and early Monday.